What's up, what's up, what's going on, family, peace, family, everybody out there, TV land, YouTube world, anchor land, whatever you, wherever you at listening to us. We love y'all, appreciate y'all. Welcome back. Deep Rooted Podcast brought to you by Midnight Entertainment, executive produced by yours truly, Hustle Vision Entertainment. It's your host, one of many, YC underscore 610. You can follow me on Instagram under the same name. Follow me on Facebook, Marquise YC Irvin. YC Q&A on Instagram as well. You can also follow me on my YouTube channel. Got some more content up there coming up. And my birthday was actually Friday. <laughs> That's about the only new stuff I got going on. It was very eventful. Um, but let's see what all my other hosts got going on. I know they got some eventful weeks and all that stuff. So how's everybody doing this week? I'm pretty good. Pretty um, good, pretty good. Hello, everyone. This is Aisha. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at ishkapish215 and also on Facebook at Aisha FYO Powell. So um, something that's new with me, of course, birthday just passed. Day 24. And then um, also I finally got my graduation date, so I'll be graduating from um, Harris School of Business on Tars June 15th. Gang, baby. So, coming soon. Hell right. yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Hi everyone, this is your host Ornella. You can follow me at Cameroonian underscore beauty15 on Instagram and for Facebook Ornella and Joya, that's N-J-O-Y-A and um, I hope you enjoyed um, our last episode um, last topics were um, really interesting all our topics are really interesting <laughs> so feel free to check out the previous ones if you haven't already um, what's going on with me? So I'm, I just finished my finals, um, aced everything. The stress of the universe has been lifted. Yeah, so done with that, getting ready for this summer, and I might actually be moving to France. Ah! So, yeah. So what else, what else is going on? What's going on, everyone? This is your host, Anubis. You could catch me at Anubis MN on Instagram, um, as well as catch all of us at Deep Rooted215 um, on Instagram. And follow then, your boys yeah, and your girls. Subscribe, follow, <laughs> you know, stay tuned for everything that we got going on, um, as well as um, Midnight Entertainment on Instagram also. So all the links are going to be in the description. Um, what's, what, what do I have new going on? Still working on the website and everything where you can have everything on there as far as like, you know, future books that we're making, um, the podcast, artwork, you know, things of that nature, uh, promotional events, you know, get other black entrepreneurs or get other black uh, businesses out there, um, as well as uh, just doing a lot of networking events and stuff. So uh, whenever one will come up, um, we're going to give everyone a shout out, let you know what's going on. If you're looking to get your business out there, just stay tuned. We're going to post links in the descriptions whenever that's going to happen. Um, give you a live feed of where it's going to be. So whether you're in the Philadelphia area, whether you're in like your, uh, Delaware, wherever you're in New Jersey. Tri-state, yeah, tri-county area. Come know. on through. Come on through. Network. We're still looking for special guests too, so mm-hmm. you know. Hit us up in DMD Rooted Two One Five, or you can hit any one of our individual. You know what I mean? Platforms. Yeah, <laughs> you know I forgot the word. <laughs> but um, yeah, just hit us up, man. 
So let's go on to these topics Woo! for today. Okay, starting early. The... Oh man, what y'all got over the ball? I was so excited to find out what we're gonna talk about. I couldn't wait. So we just picked all of them. We picked everything. Yeah. Oh, one more. That might be a juicy one too. Let me get it. Okay. Oh, they're all <laughs> so you pick. Okay. I shake you pick. Okay. Good with me. So I'm trying to make sure I actually... I'm not the topic today. Alright. Oh, wow. So this one is actually who should you confront about cheating? <laughs> That's a good one. That's you got something you want to say? <laughs> Do you have something you want to say? I mean, to be honest, I think there's only one person you should confront because at the end of the day, like whoever your partner is with isn't the problem. It's your partner because they have the loyalty to you. They're in a relationship with you. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that will get into like a fight and be wanting to drag the girl and all that other stuff like that. But I mean, what are you dragging her for? Exactly. That's the thing. Because it's a possibility you don't know that the other she... person knows yeah. if you, if the person if the guy was in a relationship or not. So, mm-hmm. but the thing is, you don't know whether she knew that you were in a relationship or not. And then, even if you did, like, what does she owe you? You're not unless that's somebody you was cool with. I don't see like where the hostility would come towards the girl at, like, in our situation. Yeah, I know that y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't go through this craziness. Mm-hmm. Well, I I agree with you. I feel like you should really just talk to your partner. And I personally, I like at this point in my life, I don't even like bother talking anymore. I just walk. So, um, when it comes to like, like if you do want to like get to the bottom of things, which I used to like, you know, want to understand and stuff, I have actually reached out to like the person. Um, that was cheating with my partner and she it turns out she didn't know and I like and I was just like okay cool well if you want him he's free now because I'm not saying that yeah <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I don't play I don't play that stuff so I agree like the only person you should really like confront is the person that has the loyalty to you like mm-hmm. you said it's supposed and to have the loyalty to it. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to. Because if you're cheating, that's no loyalty. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's how I feel. Because I'm not going to be sitting here trying to drag a girl out the bed, whether she knew about me or not. Like Because your partner should have more yeah. respect for you than to put you through that situation. Exactly. Especially if you catch them cheating. Like, But what if it's like you find out you get cheated on as like a close friend? Mm. Then you put your hands on them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Who's the blame then? You gotta put the clothes on them. Because here's the thing: if that's a close number one, I don't even have that many friends. But like, I'm serious. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't rock with a lot of people. But like, if it's a close friend, and like you cheating, like my partner cheats on me with you. Yeah, I'm gonna fight both of y'all. This my whole thing. If I'm in a relationship. I ain't even trying to be on no R. Kelly stuff, but, like, <laughs> you shouldn't even be having no, like, intimate conversations with my girl, none of that. Like, if I'm, if, if ain't nothing happening to me, like, I'm locked up or in the hospital, like, I got into a real bad accident, like, you shouldn't even have you a reason. No communication. Y- yeah. You shouldn't even have a reason to talk to my girl. Yeah. You like, know especially I, if you my friend. Yeah, that's the same way I feel. Like, 
Because, I mean, it's nothing really, like... It ain't nothing wrong with be, us being, like, like this. Like, you know what I mean? And we playing together. games and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, you not going to be hitting my girlfriend up, like... When you alone or some goofy yeah, shit, like, oh, what's weird. going on? How's your day? Like, no. Because then, wrong. like, that makes you think, okay, well, what are you really trying to accomplish? Because if y'all already hang around each other, like, as a group, and you're there with your girl, that's cool. But, like, if you sliding in somebody, like, if somebody slid in your girl DM, like, say, for instance. Like, you, like, you should not. Don't be up for this. If Trell <laughs> slid in your girl DM, I feel like that would be like, okay, so, Trell, what are you trying to do? Like. Because yeah. unless it's, like, something where he's trying to surprise you or something like that, I feel like that's just totally yeah, un- like, uh, inappropriate. Yeah. That like, that would make sense, too. Like, yeah, let's get this nigga surprise yeah, but party. Just to, like, bust I, it up, I feel like that's just, that's weird to me. Because I, I would never, like, go behind, like, my dude's back and just be talking to, like, one of his homies. Yeah. And, like, that's just weird. Opening the door. Yeah. And I feel like... It's- um, also, like in relationships, sometimes, like when you have a fight, you go and confide in like the, the person from the opposite gender, and people don't understand that sometimes, like, well, in certain cases, which I've never experienced, that can it open could be beneficial. But in most cases, like the person you're confiding in is trying to like Sabotage. mess up, yeah, mm-hmm. mess up your relationship, and they'll tell you things and put ideas in your mind. What, like meanwhile they're like actually trying to get you and they won't act all sweet or understanding and you're gonna be like damn why can my girl be like you mm-hmm. and then that's how like it all starts yeah <laughs> i swear niggas but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me anyways yeah that's like that's just my take on it i'm not hurt or anything I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not hurt now. Right, it's so. just like cheating. I'm just like I hate, hate dishonesty and cheating yeah. and like just be straight up about it because the moment you start lying and doing all that, you like you're really just doing it for yourself because yeah. mm-hmm. you're taking. The I think a lot of people just person. don't know how to be upfront about like what they want out of relationships. Yeah. Like it's just I know like I catch myself it, 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 It'll be difficult Just to be like Yeah you know I just want to have sex with you I don't want nothing Like you can't But it's can't some people out here That will be cool with that Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people That don't go for relationships Because yeah. it's a lot of cheating Especially right. because You have a lot of people Especially on social media Glorifying it Like people be like Yeah my I got side, this nigga my side I got chick, this nigga I got 10 people texting me Oh and then my girl like and it'll be like a whole bunch of shady stuff and people will actually laugh about that. Yes, like but, I saw. I'm sorry, but I saw this meme last week and this girl. First of all, I would never talk like, to a woman that was talking to more than like, like if she was talking to me and then like two other dudes, I would I probably wouldn't even waste my time. But why that not? But if you're dating, we we're talking about dating. If you're like dating, if you're dating not that person exclusive. doesn't even have commitment to yeah. you. So. If you're just dating, that's not really... Uh, that's, now, once it gets more serious, that's yeah. another story. If you say that you want to be exclusive with the person, but not yet in a relationship, that's when you can say that. But if you're just dating around, and you're talking to multiple people, and she is too, you can't read nah, that. But that's my thing. I don't usually talk to multiple people. Like, when I'm, like, locked in on one person, like, mm. I'm trying to pursue that person. I'm not, like, over here, over here, over here. Mm-hmm. Like... 
But if I'm single, like, I'm just single. But if I'm, like, pursuing a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be looking at other people. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I'm the same way. Like, I can't juggle different balls. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just a lot, like, I don't know. It's- it's just, just too much like to cover up. Yeah, I can't be trying. Like, yeah, you then you end up spraying yourself thin, and then shit get messy. Mm. Then people be doing dumb stuff like not saving the numbers, and then they be texting like, "Who you texting? Oh, I didn't mean to text you. Well, who the hell did you mean to text? Like, oh my bad. Like, it'd be just so much yeah, craziness. We like, also gotta say like. When it comes to the terms of cheating, what all includes cheating? Is it just stepping out on your partner? Or is it being secretive? Is it sitting here, like, you know, flirting around with another person? Whether it's, like, you know, at work, whether it's, like, you know, out of the club, whatever. Like, what all ensues? To me, cheating is, like, pretty much you setting it, like, at least even setting up, like, a rendezvous with another person, like even just entertaining, just entertaining some type of relationship with another person. I would figure that would be a most. Yeah, <laughs> but here's least. the thing. For me, this is why I consider cheating. If I feel like any type of way that you make me feel, if you feel, if you're making someone else feel that same way, it's automatically cheating. I don't care whether it's flirting, whether you're complimenting a person that well to the point that they start feeling themselves or they're feeling that energy towards you, I feel like that's cheating. Because at the end of the day, if you can't say it in front of me and you doing it behind my back, then you already overstepped that boundary. Right. Because it's a lot of stuff that guys will not accept from a female. Like, if I'm like, oh, you know what? Your locks look real sexy. How would if if I was some if no but (laughs) some guys will say that to another female when they're in a relationship and not even feel like that's a problem. Like I just had a guy the other day. He's been married for eighteen years. This is stuff that he's told me, and you come into the doctor's office flirting with me. If I was your wife, I would have been pissed the hell off because. When you approached me, that didn't seem friendly. It sounded like you were trying to take me out. So that's cheating to me, that's and I won't. I wouldn't right respect there. a that's man like you're that. Approaching another mm-hmm. woman with goals to try to like with a hidden know, agenda. Yeah, with a, this, you know, with a, stepping outside of the uh, commitment you, that you're in currently. If you couldn't bring me around your wife, that's cheating. Yeah, because I don't. Unless y'all have an open marriage. That's uncalled for. I would never. And then the thing is, is some women out here that don't have no kind of consideration either. They'll know that stuff and be like, you know what? I don't care. He can spend his money on me. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit yep. that we got to kind of yep. avoid. That was my that was my next point. Like, the reason why I feel like, like on the male part, this, behave, this kind of behavior is encouraged is because some women will take it. Others would be like, well, he can spend his money on mm-hmm. me. And others would just be like, men will be men. But there's no such a thing as, oh, women will be women in terms of cheating. At that point, you're just being called like a whore. Mm-hmm. I just think there should be just a base level of understanding. I mean, not understanding. What's the word I'm looking for? 
just like a base level of like mutual respect when it comes to relationships and mm-hmm. like like alright this is the baseline for what you can and can't do type thing like once they're like once that's settled then I think I like a lot of the issues that we go through like relationship wise like the cheating infidelity flirting things like that like once you I feel as though like once people like when they're getting in relationships and they set those boundaries at the beginning and like they make that the baseline of like their bound like what they're gonna tolerate throughout the whole relationship mm-hmm. and they can both agree on that like there won't there won't be like things like cheating or infidelity and things like that and then like when y'all got issues with each other just communicate mm-hmm. yeah which is always a just communicate <laughs> black people factor. y'all be getting big mad and just be walking out and storming out on people don't be trying to reconcile no situations but these be the people like, that you say you love we talk about how you know if a person is stepping out on their partner if they're cheating and if they sit here and get cheated on and turn around and do the same thing first of all to confront and if you're not happy you should just leave but that's the thing also the people that are known for doing that one should always be up for what they're looking for and then two not prey on people that's like had been in those situations before because they're still vulnerable and susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. That you do, you do got predators. Those type of people. Yeah. Yeah. You got predators out predators. there though. It's literally people that be like looking for those type of people. Like vulnerable people. But here's, this is also a problem that I have. If you talk to, because a lot of times before you get into a relationship with somebody, like we're grown this is a high school where we just jumping in a relationship and being like, you know what, this is my boyfriend after like a week of meeting him. Yeah, that shit, wild. But, like, you already have conversations and you talk to people and you already let them know, listen, this is what I went through and then the person promised you, I wouldn't do that to you. Why would you lie? <laughs> like, just be like, you know what, I've had problems with infidelity in the past and, you know, sometimes I'm, I am tempted by other women and I don't think I can be in a relationship. That's a lot better than you sitting there and saying, you know what, I can be that man for you. I won't hurt you. And then you turn around and do it again. Because that kind of shapes women like to think like, okay, well, shit. My last boyfriend said he wouldn't hurt me. He Look was a liar. So and then the one before him be said he wouldn't too. hurt me. So what makes you different? Like that's the stuff that kind of like makes women doubt. Hmm. That's understandable. Like the problem is that both hands... You have men preying on women and then still putting them through this. And then you have women that are looking for people that are more trustworthy, that's more committed to them. Um, And one thing that women have to stop doing is trying to think if you give a man your body, he's going to be committed to you. And one thing that men need to stop doing is using it to get what they want. I can't even remember like the last time I was literally like more physically attracted to a woman than intellectually. Like that's like some shit I used to do when I was like 20, 21. When you was younger. Yeah. 
Young, right. dumb, and full of cum, as they used to say. Yeah. Everyone, we're just going to go ahead and take a break and get to our, um, what's it? A word from our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Get a word from our sponsors. <laughs> what is it that we do <laughs> every time we go on break? <laughs> we'll so, see yeah. you after the break. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, use the donation feature, Come. and we'll see you shortly. Hit us up on all them platforms, baby. All of them. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Deep Room Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and start our segment, the Entrepreneur of the Week. And the first entrepreneur that we're going to shout out is our very own Anubis. So you can actually follow him on Instagram at AnubisMN or Anubism. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and also Midnight Entertainment LLC. And basically, links in the bio. We have all of these beautiful shirts. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you go to Teesprings and check it out. And there's also a lot of different stuff to come. And anything else you want to announce for us? Um, also, I'm updating the design for the king shit and the queen shit shirts. So, give me by like the end of next week and I got everybody on it. Um, but now I want to sit here and introduce a black-owned company that was started in November of 2012 and it's based in um, Atlanta, Georgia. You can follow them on Instagram at The True Products. Um, the True. The True Products. Um, also, they have a website, <clears throat> thetrueproducts.com. Um, they make laundry detergents and they're also trying to branch off and make other things as far as the, uh, the little pads that you put in the washing machine and dryer, dish soaps. The hand um, sanitizers. Yeah, the hand sanitizers, the all the like. I just said that. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and follow them. Um, they don't use any of the harmful chemicals like these other companies do. Um, this stuff is like amazing. It makes your clothes smell good. It gets all like the stains out and everything. Um, it's also uh, energy efficient. So. Shout out. True products. True products. Go ahead and cop yours now. All day. So, anybody want to pick our next topic for the next segment? All right. See you, Nelly. I'm going to shake it up for you, okay? All right. Oh, yeah. Before that, um, they also got vendors. If you want to become a vendor and help out with the business, right, right. you can become a vendor or an investor. So, shout out the true black, you know, this detergent. Black on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black excellence. So, um, next topic is... Don't tell them. Don't tell them. We're going to reveal it in the next segment. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll be back, Find everyone. Find out in the next segment. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Deep Rooted Podcast. Deep so, Rooted. This is our <laughs> second segment, and like we announced earlier, we already picked our second topic which I will announce right now. So, this topic is dealing with everyday life in the black community. And yeah, I thought that was a really good Ooh. one too. So, yeah, that's juicy. Dive in. Hmm. Everyday life in the black community. First off, it could be we, better. We don't even have to explain what all that ensues, really. To those of uh, uh, you who are listening, who are watching, 
that don't know what generally if you don't know you probably don't you probably don't even live in the black community and don't even care and that's okay but damn it's that's a good one yeah I gotta uh, (laughs) it's like where to start with this one yeah there's a lot of stuff going on it's it's literally too much going on so you have like you know of course the type of living situations that a lot of us are putting into Mm -hmm. um, as well as the living conditions the living conditions the environments in which we have to make money the jobs that are accessible um, due to those living conditions and like you know uh, the different ways that we've been put into those conditions um like previous episodes it's uh the mental illnesses um the traumas the traumas which you know of course a lot of the traumas are um it's just a study that says that a lot of the traumas that we have are genetic um black men speaking to each other um first off it's the relationships we have period i wouldn't even say speaking to each other but like thereof yeah so i mean the lack of relationships between black men and each other black women and each other and black men and black women damn are terrible i'm gonna just say it straight out like i don't even like I don't even like being around the bush no more. I'm a ruffle feathers. That's cool. But the relationship, majority of the relationships between black people are horrible. Like, yeah. you can't even walk down the street and look each other in the eye without saying hello. Very true. Like, what's, like how you feeling today? Like, Cause a lot of people see no that concern or weird. consideration. That's For not some reason, weird. a lot of people see that as weird. And I think that's just because, like, that's of how... Just, yeah, raised, though. it's probably because of how we're raised, and plus, like, like thereof. the, I think the area that you're in also, mm-hmm. because you become a when you go to different areas, you actually see, like, um, yeah, and different areas, and like, especially down south and stuff like that, you'll mm-hmm. definitely see that, like, a lot of people, like, some people are respectful, they'll speak to you, but you'll see that with the older people, but it seems like with people around your age, or like, young people, like, they'll look at you, and if you're looking at them for too long, you're like, okay, what's your problem with me? Instead of, like, just speaking and acknowledging the person, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of people, I feel like it's because they're judging before they even meet you. Mm-hmm. Because just like how we always joke about how, like, white people cross the street when black people <laughs> when they see black people, you know, I feel like... Black people don't cross the street, but they probably like, okay, well... Already have your guard up. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to mean mug you until yeah. you walk by so I make sure you don't say nothing or you don't got no problems with me. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's something that needs to be solved, especially because as women, I kind of just say, like, in the past... I've been trying to work on it, but in the past, like, I won't speak to different women that I'm walking past, but, like, now I'm actually opening up. I guess because, like, I've been exposed to, like, a different area. Like, working in King Oppression and stuff like that, I've just learned mm-hmm. to just talk to people. And, like, if I see somebody, just speak. Sometimes, mm-hmm. though. Especially, like, your job implements that, so you become more open. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bad case of, like, you know, us feeling, I won't say animosity towards each other, but being overly aggressive to each other. 
and just entirely antisocial. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Because I can honestly say, like, for the longest, I was antisocial. I wouldn't talk to nobody. That's probably why I only got one friend, but you know. <laughs> it's just, um, I think we're just, like, kind of raised to keep our guard up because even, like, throughout school and, you know, different scenarios that you're in, like, it's, it's always somebody that you feel like, okay, well, you know, I'm worried about what they might say or what they might think of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially, like, for younger people, like, because I'm 24. But for people that, like, I went to school with and, like, especially, like, Philly kids, like, a lot of them, they'll be drawn as soon as you leave school. So, like, just walking around downtown, you'd be like, you know what, I just hope that, you know, I don't get into nothing. And that was actually a negative mindset to have because there's a lot of people that are cool, like, once you actually get to know them. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times that we don't really, you know, think to try to get to know someone. Yeah. It's all a part of where we are also. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then we come from harsher, rougher yeah. Yeah. families and things like that. So we come off as a bit more aggressive yeah. than other people. So people aren't as open to conversations or getting to know us, like, cause they just think that you just you got like a negative mindset or just like a train of thought, or they just think that you're you're a bad person because like you not smiling. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, like a lot of black people don't have nothing to smile about. Yeah, but I feel that that's probably another reason why like people would think that you're unapproachable because i mean we do kind of wear the emotions that we're having on our faces and even though that might not be what you um what you mean to come off on and express you know our faces kind of tell it all and like even for me like when i'm resting my face is just like it probably looks mean but that's just like my resting face some people have like the resting bitch faces i say (laughs) you know well my experience has been kind of different. Oh, first, I grew up in Cameroon up until I was 15. And I grew up very sheltered because my parents were very strict. Well, my mom was like the fun, the fun one. But my dad was always <laughs> like, you know, school, you know, the African parents and their studies and their success and all that. So my dad, well, my dad was the African parent. <laughs> so it was school and home and homework and then more school and then home and then more homework. So um, in terms of like um, around the neighborhoods, people were usually really friendly. Like everybody like knew each other, would ask, oh, how's your mom doing? How's this and that person? So I feel like it was not, it was like completely different, not completely, but like different from what you guys are describing. Um, people don't necessarily mean mug each other so much. Um, I mean, that's and, Cameroon, that's not. Yeah, yeah and, that's, and that's Cameroon. So um, we, and, well, and also a small part of Cameroon, because I don't know how it was like in other parts, but for the most part, people are more welcoming i feel especially like doing 
ceremonies and when the colonizers are coming, you know, like, you want to, like, you know, dress them up. Not like, today, colonizers. And all that. So it was different. And in high school, actually, I went to white people high school. Um, so, and I was, and I was in boarding school, like, like when it, now that I'm talking about my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm like, I don't know, but I went to boarding school, so I was around, like, there weren't many black kids, um, there were some, snobby, high class, white children, and, well, more like white kids that were looking for themselves in black kids, <laughs> or like looking to like you know partake in whatever culture that didn't involve whiteness. I felt was more like it. And then for college, I ended up going to an all-white college, which was which was like like just the icing on top of the cake. That's why I was just like letting you guys have the floor because. I feel like my experience has been really different, but I do see what you're talking about. Having moved to Philly, mm-hmm. in terms of like people mean mugging you, like women looking at you up and down, especially and if you got on a cute outfit. Yes, and like yo, and this happened. Like I was just telling him, like this happens to me all the time. Like when a woman is walking with a man or like passing, I would like sometimes catch like dirty looks, and I'm like, I don't want your man, like. You're seeing that as competition. Yes, and I'm like, I wasn't even looking at him. I wasn't looking at, like, nothing, like... You could just be, like, relax. sitting here admiring, like, black love and everything. No. And still exactly. <laughs> like, and then you still catch Admire it, and then you'd be, no, like, that's just how, you be like... That's just how shit be, like, you just being a product in your environment, like... Yeah. This shit really, like, is really like a concrete jungle, like, motherfuckers is, like... <laughs> Motherfuckers got their guards up watching for the praise, the yeah. predators, and all that crazy. shit. Like, it's really like a jungle. Like, survival of the fittest. Like, oh, you're not going to take my man. I'm going to bite your face off. Or some crazy stuff. I do find that nowadays, the more um, the more receptive you are to people, the more you sit here and reach out to speak to people, you know, it actually, you actually starts building that, that, that community again. Yeah. You know, you start building that relationship with them again. Um, you know, on a previous episode, had, you know, our guests, like, you know, Joe, wonderful brother and stuff, it all started off with, like, you know, saying, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, it all started off with, like, you know, asking how... You know, your family doing, how my family doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm finding more, like, the more that I speak to people around the neighborhood, we actually, de- we, we first off, cut that tension. Yeah. We cut that tension of, like, you know, we got to be in competition with each other or, like, you know, I'm possibly out to harm them, they possibly out to harm me. Um and that's actually a great feeling. Like, when you're just walking down the street and somebody just shot you out. Yo, what's up, brother? Yo, peace, brother. Like, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling, like, you know, when um, you're not looked at, like, as men coming, like, you know, a woman don't look at you, like, all you want to do is try to holler at them or try to bag them and stuff. It's like, you know, you just, yo, what's up, peace, sister? How you doing? Right. That's, that's actually a great hey, feeling. Can I say yeah. something about that? Like, what's it's up? so hard for me to like figure out 
like whether a man on the street is just trying to say hi his attentions yes because like i'm like i used to be like hi like saying hi to everybody and always looking like always <laughs> looking so dope. excited all the time just the most drunk person on the street yes and i'm like i actually started becoming more like closed off because like one people pulling pulling up to the curb like i'm trying to talk to them People stopping in the whole traffic, like trying to holler, which is like it's not cute. Like nothing gets on my nerves more than that. And Yo, skr, skr. yeah. So like, how do I know? How do Yo. I know that like a man is just like you know, hello, and then I'm like, hi, okay, bye, that's it. Like when it's does just that, that high and bye, yes. it does exist, but like. You'll know when it's more than that. Like, if you say hello and you, how are like, you doing? Yeah, I'm good in yourself. Da, da, da. Good. Let me talk to you for a minute. Pew. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That's I only usually, do yeah. that to old men, like, yeah. where I feel like they probably like some perverts too, but I'll, I'll still be like, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'll how still speak, but I mean, after I spoke. Once you like, pretty much once a a dude, yeah, once a dude (laughs) asks, like, what's your name, what you getting into later, how old are you, are you single, when you start being cordial and start trying to like run game, trying to like when when you feel as though the questions are becoming more intimate than you're expecting, yeah, it's time to just go, yeah, Yeah, good to know. And another thing I think that's like a big thing in like black communities is like the whole. Like, I'm. I was the first to do this. Yeah. So if you doing it after me, you a dicky. That's ego pride. What the fuck is that? Like, like I just seen a clip, of fucking Gilly the kid. Shout out Gilly, and just shout out all the black people that's just trying to get you know I me, mean? just trying to raise us up, like mm-hmm. intellectually, spiritually, mentally, financially, like all that shit. But that being said, Gilly had some type of beef going with Dame Dash because he said he was going to start giving free game, which I understand. Like, yeah, Gilly was like the first person with, yeah, I mean, we're going to do million. I'm going to give out my million dollars worth of game and all that shit. But at the same time, this is information y'all should be just giving out to black people. Like, the black community be needing this type of information. So why are you beefing with Dame Dash about... Ascent, like elevating the, our people, like I don't understand that. Like I don't, I think that's just wrong, because like now you talking about I'm a dick eater, like they ain't a dick eater and all this stuff. But at the same time, like why can't it just be like we trying to better our people? We trying to put our people on the shit, like right. putting themselves the higher standards. Like you ain't gotta be the trap lord, fucking pounds. Selling all these pounds, selling drugs your whole fucking life to get put in jail or end up uh, end up in a fucking grave and shit like that. Like, there's other things for you to do what other than be positives? an athlete or a rapper. What about some other positives stuff? in, like, you know, everyday life, you know, in the black exactly. community? Um, positives. That's like, I've been seeing just, like, a lot more brothers coming together lately. Yeah. Like, which has actually been like a thing. Like, I've been just, ho- I've been just waiting and hoping for it to happen. But it's actually, I've been seeing that like just a lot of brothers like linking up, especially like in the Philly area. Mm. I mean, whether it's music, comedy, yeah, I mean, 
things in the community. Business, whether it's like, you know, community projects. Yeah. I, I definitely want to see, I want to see more, I want to see more black people linking up to do business ventures and actually doing things that are better to our communities and giving people, like giving us more opportunities in the, our communities where we live uh, for jobs and stuff. Next weekend also? Oh yeah, next week. Derek Grace and Ajna Sarai will be in Philly, May eighteenth. Best of both worlds event. I think it starts at uh. I want, don't get me wrong. I think it starts at twelve thirty, twelve thirty or one thirty. Um, I you guys can hit me up and actually look it up if you want to. If you actually go to DerekGrace two dot com, you can actually look. I think um, it's in the tour dates section. They'll give you all the tour dates. He's gonna be in New York, Philly. Uh, all up and down the coast, man. Everywhere, like it's a big, it's a big workshop. It's a workshop for uh, self love, entrepreneurship, co parenting, single parenting, whatever you want to talk about. Open dialogue, very good. Like you, I think we need more of these type of events going on, especially in our communities, the black communities, because these type of events are the things that we need because they have all the information. And all of the things that we need as black families, healing, financial advice, you know. Something that's very useful. Yeah. Um, well, what about you ladies? Something positive that you see in like everyday life? In mm. terms... Oh, you can go ahead. Yeah. Well, in terms of like, look, I would say that I appreciate that more black women are wearing the natural hair. Mm-hmm. Um whether it's a trend or not, wearing more like prints, African prints and designs. Um, I know like some of it is like trend, trendy or trend, trends, but I'm hoping that it becomes more and more of a thing because we have a beautiful culture, both here and um, all over Africa, and we should we should show it off, whether it makes others uncomfortable or not. So shouldn't really care about how it makes other people feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, because I'm at saying, the end of the day, they've made us feel yeah, how they make I'm, us feel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like centuries. We, we shouldn't care like how it makes others, others feel. Like you were saying, like when you were wearing your shirt and like this white lady was like looking kind of like uncomfortable like you know like <laughs> that's really like irrelevant and that's why I make it a point to like wear my African dresses and like those big dresses yeah. that you see me wearing sometimes. yeah I've definitely been big been big on like breaking the perceptions of things yeah so like that's why I got my nose ring that's why I don't wear jewelry like that's why I wear the clothes that I wear I don't wear designer clothes and things like that I'd rather wear one of my homies' clothing lines than a Gucci set for fucking five hundred dollars. Like I buy like ten outfits from my, one of my homies for thirty five to fifty dollars each. Rocking my clothing and everything. You go get you home. a fucking midnight midnight run T shirt and all that. But I am Black History. Anybody want to do the closing? Sure, not a problem. We thank you all for joining us on this episode, and I hope that you liked all of our topics. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and also hit that bell notification. And also, make sure that you donate, okay? 
Anything helps. Anything helps, even if it's 99 cents or if you want to donate Mm $9.99. And also, make sure that you check out Teesprings for all of these beautiful Mm t-shirts. And we also have phone cases. More to come. Yeah. And a whole bunch of different stuff. But we appreciate you for watching. And see you next week with our next episode. Stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome to the midnight. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the midnight. (laughs)